everybody, and welcome once again to another edition of This Week in APA, episode number 96, and I'm your host, John Aslan. Glad you can join me for what is going to be a special podcast. As we all know, the APA convention normally is held every weekend after Father's Day, but of course, last year we were shut down due to COVID, and John Herson thinking, well, let's give it as much time as possible. Let's maybe wait and push that date back. So he made it August 26th through the 29th. And I'll tell you what, it looks like it was the right thing to do because everything is getting uh, very close to being back to normal and everybody can feel comfortable and safe to travel to Alpharetta and get together for this great APA convention uh, 2021. And I thought because normally the convention would be this weekend, I would put together a podcast that features the three tournament directors that'll be doing football, hockey, and soccer. And they are Ray Dunlap, who is the football tournament director. Steve Scoff will be taking care of hockey and Jack Dolan, who will be doing soccer. So These guys have got a lot to talk about. They're going to tell you how this all gets set up and how you could possibly become a part of the tournament. So you will not want to miss this podcast. So stick around. My first guest will be Jack Dolan. He'll be talking about soccer. So we will be back right here on This Week in APA. And welcome back once again to This Week in APA. I am your host, John Asselon, and my First guest is a guy that's going to be running the, uh, the yeah, I almost got messed that up. He's going to be running the soccer uh, portion of the uh, APA convention tournaments. This is, of course, our special APA convention uh, tournament directors podcast. And that guy is a good friend of ours and a good friend of the APA community, Jack Dolan. Jack, welcome to the podcast and uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to do it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for inviting me, and I'm uh, glad to be here. Well, l- let me let me first say this: I don't really know a lot about soccer. I don't really watch soccer. <laughs> I certainly haven't played the soccer game, so you're going to have to kind of uh, go slow with me on this. Uh, I act like I'm a third grader that you're explaining all this to, but uh, I know you got a lot of fans out there. It's it's one of the fastest growing games uh, uh, of the Apple Game Company. And of course, even uh, throughout uh, the, the country, I mean, uh, I, I'm from Cincinnati and we have a, uh, a major league soccer team now. And so I know it's growing, but it's not just something that I pay a lot of attention to. So you're running the tournament this year. Tell us about how you, first of all, how long have you been doing it? Uh, how long you've been running this tournament? Well, I've kind of been off and on the last uh, five or six years. I mean, I got into APA soccer about six years ago. That's uh, John Cochran actually taught me the yes. game mm-hmm. at, at my first convention. Um, I actually went to the convention because I played some baseball, found out they had a soccer game, had to had to had to get it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it takes a little while to learn it. But um, because it's, uh, it's a, there's a lot of charts to look up. It's very similar to hockey. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. If, you li- if you like hockey, you might like this. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing it for that long. I've been, I did a couple of uh, tournaments for APA just for the convention, usually, you know, four people, something like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. one time it was just John and I, we just showed up <laughs> and played. And unfortunately, um, uh, I, I beat him. But anyway, uh, I had a very good team. So did he. He, he loves Tottenham. He's, he's very good. But uh, but yeah, um, so I've been doing it for a little while. Um, 
and uh, I, I enjoy the game quite a bit. And one of, one of the things I really like for you non-soccer players is that uh, this game plays very much like the real game. I mean, when you're mm-hmm. out there, it's a very fluid, uh, you know, constantly moving, constantly changing game. You know, pat, pat, you know, the ball goes back and forth between sides, um, you know, things like that. And that's exactly what it feels like. I mean, you know, once you once you really get the flow of it and get your game moving, it, it's very, very fun. I mean, I think Napa's done a great job of, of replicating that. Yeah, I, I talked to uh, Steve Scoff. Uh, he's going to be uh, directing the the uh, hockey tournament. He said exactly the same thing. He said it, it re- the flow of the game, once you get the hang of it, it goes just like a real hockey game. It's back and forth. And and, uh, yeah. and I guess soccer and hockey, I guess really the formats are somewhat similar. So I could see that. I can understand that uh, uh, being the case in soccer as well. Uh, you've got uh, uh, you've got the, t- the tournament coming up, and 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 I know baseball baseball starts when we get there. Um, when do you guys get started in the soccer tournament? Because I know it's a little bit of a longer process of playing. Right. So the the soccer tournament format is very much like the World Cup. Uh, so we're going to play group play first. So four four players or four teams in uh, each group, and then they they have to play each other once. Uh, and then the top two teams will advance to single elimination rounds. So we wanted to start. Um, well, we still want to start. We plan on starting on uh, June 25th, which is this coming up Friday. And that'll give us a week per game. Right. right. And, you know, for some of the new people, we definitely encourage people that really haven't played the game that much. For some of the new people, they haven't they, they're not in the groove yet. They're not playing it as fast as, uh, you know, some of us do. So uh, we can split up the games, perhaps. So you can meet like on a Wednesday night to play the first half and Friday night to play the second half, and then you just turn in your stats. Mm -hmm. So our goal is to start on June uh, 25th, this coming up Friday. Right, right. Now, how many teams are you looking for? How many guys are you looking to get in, and do you need any more at this point? Yeah, so this is the first season we've um, really tried to advertise and stuff like that where we just didn't get a, a few people I used to belong to a uh, APA soccer premier league, uh, which was about 10 or 12 of us that actually took the English premier league, split it up. Uh, and, you know, similar to baseball where you create your own teams with players that you draft. And uh, that was a, that was just loads and loads of fun. Ryan Strauss created that and he might restart it after this tournament. But uh, basically um, uh, that, um, see, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um <laughs> Like I Sorry. said, I, 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 I'm zoning out on soccer, but yeah, I, I, yeah, what we were talking about, basically we were talking about how many teams you needed and, and yeah, how yeah, many yeah. you needed to get. Yeah. So this year we, we want up to eight teams. Okay. I mean, um, we would go for more, but at this point I've been advertising or, or getting the word out for about three weeks. We've got six definites. We've got two on oh. the fence. Okay. Uh, as soon as I get the next two, because I think it's you know too close to the time that we're going to start. As soon as I get the next two, we're going to start. Yeah. So, uh, you know, next two def- definites. So, uh, all right. So thanks okay. for reminding me what, what the question yeah. was. <laughs> Comes with the old age. Hey, right? You got that. So. Sometimes I totally zone out. So I, I know <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So you're pretty close. I mean, you're looking for eight. You got six, a couple on the fence. That's good to yeah. know. And and hopefully you can get them uh, solidified this week because you want to start play on Thursday. And, by, and I will uh, finalize 
uh, this podcast uh, uh, probably by Wednesday. So if there's any changes, you said you'll get back to me and I can put that in at the end as a, a little caveat uh, to whether yeah. or not it will start on Thursday or not. Now, you've been doing this for for a while, like you said, and a, a few years anyway. Um, here's what I don't understand. And here's my first admission. I know there's a lot of ho- uh, soccer leagues. I know there's uh, the, the European League. There's um, Bundesliga or something like that. That's another <laughs> one. You got the professional. Yeah, yeah Bundesliga. That's I knew it was there. Uh, so, are there any restrictions of who uh, uh, a guy can choose for a team or yeah. leagues, or how does that work? So, yeah, I mean, just like uh, most, well, like any tournament or any format that soccer plays in whether it be a tournament uh, or a regular season. I mean, what you want is, is um, enough statistical data mm-hmm. to make it fair between teams, you know? Yeah. And so therefore the, the, the restriction for, for this tournament is that you have to have a regular season club team. And the other restriction is you have to have a defensive rating. You can't, can't use one of the early, early soccer um, uh, uh, seasons in a sense. Mm-hmm. So those are the two restrictions. And, and the key thing there is that, you could have a World Cup team, you know, uh, or, you know, country, mm-hmm. and they won the World Cup, but the number of games that they played is very minimal. Therefore, the the, the number of statistics, the number of samples that uh, you have for that tournament doesn't really match up. So I wanted it to match up with uh, if you have a Bundesliga, you know, team, if you have a La Liga or League One or, you know, EPL English Premier League, it doesn't matter. They all play about 34 to 35 games. MLS, they play 34 games. The minimum of 30 games is what I'm thinking. You know, I don't know exact number for all leagues, but that's what I'm looking for. If you're, if you're playing at least 30 games, then you've got enough statistical data so that they're kind of, you know, they're kind of even in that aspect, right? I mean, one yeah. team might be a lot better than all the other teams in their league. You know, it might be good to bring them, you know, to this tournament yeah. because they could be pretty good. Yeah. And and it all depends on the dice roll at the end of the day. Yep. <laughs> it certainly yep. does. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so, um, and and the time that you've been uh, doing the tournaments, or even at the time you you played, like, what was maybe the most interesting thing that has happened uh, uh, while playing this game, especially when it comes to the APA uh, convention tournament. The most the, the interesting thing is that uh, when I play and, and I played against other people, we don't use always use all the rules um, wow. like matchups, you know, or like um, like like one of the things that some people did in, in my previous league was they would switch uh, defensive um, lineups. OK, instead of, a, you know, four, four, three or four, five, one, they would, you know, they would switch lineups to, uh, you know, as soon as they got the ball. Yeah. And, and that's not really, uh, you know, that's not really a fair thing to do. So I've, I've put in a couple of rules in, in, you know, for the tournament so that, number one, we play quickly. Like, um, you know, one of the first things is, uh, is uh, you know, uh, a four, a four, three, three, which is the most offensive formation. Uh, we both team, both teams have to play that for the first half. And that what that does, it promotes okay. scoring. Right. OK. Right. Um Another surprising thing was one guy liked to play a four-five-one, very defensive, right? But he always got a really good corner kicker, an A corner kick, mm. and that's always putting it in the box and usually getting a shot out of it. So he would just drop back and wait till he gets a corner kick, which was kind of rare. But when he got it, 
it was a really cool strategy, but it's not really the way the game is, you know, the, the real game is typically, well, I guess some teams would play something like that. Yeah. You know, uh, real teams. So it's not a bad strategy at all, mm-hmm. but um, you know, as far as uh, changing um, formations, you, you can't do it unless there's stoppage of time and, and in the second, you know, second half only. And this is just to keep the game flowing quickly sure. and, and we're done and still be able to use clutch points, which are very, very key to, to winning sometimes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so thanks so, for so asking you, that question. That was a good one. No, yeah, I, I might have another one. You, you, you <laughs> talked about, the, I mean, there has to be some structure of rules, but do you leave it up to the to the, the guys that are playing each other to maybe, okay, we're, we're not going to use, like you said, the matchup rule. We're, 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 let's not do that. Or it, do you give a little bit of leeway to the guys that are playing that a particular game about exactly what rules they want to use to some extent? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not do that. Um, I'd rather them play. I mean, if they, if they play and they say, Hey, we don't want to do the matchup rules or something like that. I'm okay with that. It, you know, they don't have to tell me, uh, they can certainly enjoy the game. They want to enjoy the yeah, game. Right. Uh, but really it's mostly out of the box. It's, yeah. it's how we've all learned how to play from the beginning. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's the way I like to do it for this one. I mean, I, I'm open for suggestions for the next tournament. Sure. So on and so yeah. forth. I'm always open, but uh, for yeah. right now, I just I just have it the way it is. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, I'm sure you'll get feedback as as all these sure, guys yeah. do and see guys play them. And and the convention's a, the best place to do that because a lot of guys are together and they can kind of throw ideas out there to you. Um, yep. Now you said you, you're gonna you're hopefully you're gonna start on June 25th to start the group play. What's gonna happen when people get to to Alpharetta? Do you have the date set up of when the is it just yeah. going to be the finals now, Alpharetta, or is it going to be semifinals and finals? How's that work? It's just going to be the finals, okay. um, and we're probably going to do it over Zoom because a lot of the you know players sure. that have already joined are not coming to the convention. One guy has his own baseball tournament that weekend, <laughs> oh, boy. so uh, he he could move his because he had you know it's the same weekend every every year, sure. so he'll be coming to you know he usually comes to the convention. He'll be there next year, I'm sure, in June. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's. So we're hoping to have like a, a Zoom, you know, tournament, you know, where we have it up on the wall or something and, and just uh, watch the game over Zoom at the tournament. So the finals. Man, I'll tell you what, how, it, it, very few things have happened good during this COVID thing. But boy, people sure have picked up on Zoom, haven't they? Well, I tell you, I was trying to get, uh, you know, a league started with it's called a Zoom league is what yeah. I called it yeah. for soccer. And nobody was really into it. It's like, oh, I'm too private, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you know and now it's like hey man you want to play let's play on zoom you know it's it's uh and the other thing that's nice is that zoom has made it easy if you have a, a yeah. single account it's free for you know for as long as you want you can sure. even record you can even record your session yeah and yeah. um but if you do three people then you're limited to uh 40 minutes with a free account but i thought i think that's awesome one-on-one it's great yeah so it, it really is and it's i mean there's very few things we can talk about that are positive in COVID, but there, there have been a few things people have become aware and, uh, and, and are picking up on technology that uh, maybe they hadn't before. Well, right. I got to tell you, uh, uh, Jack, it, it, it sounds exciting. I know, you know, in 2019, when I was there, I did kind of walk around and check out uh, the soccer and, and had, and had a few questions. And uh, I, like I said, I'm not a soccer guy, but at some point in time, I, I, I got to get to football I may dabble in hockey, but somewhere down the road, I might get to play soccer. And you're the first guy I'm going to call when that, you're on Cochran. I'm going to call. 
and try to pick yeah. your brain over over how this e- is done. Either one of us. I mean, um, you know, John is is a good friend. Uh, we always play at the tournament. You know, I mean, not the tournament, the convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, just have our own little game. He's always going to pick Pot- Tottenham. I know that. You know, usually the latest <laughs> season. Yeah. So uh, I, I, my favorite team is Man City, and uh, you know, it all, it all it all depends on what you know, you know, league you like and what season you like. And we've got a couple of MLS guys, and I want to see how they do against EPL. Yeah, that, you know, they, now that's interesting to me because, like I said, there's so many leagues. And, uh, you know, the, the international leagues and then you got MLS and that's what I was saying. I guess you can pick it world cup teams for that matter. Like you said, except for the limitations of statistics, right, but, right. uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that, that would be something that'd be interesting to watch as this all, all plays out. Right. I mean, if, if you could, you know, at the convention, sit down next to John and I, you'd pick up the game very quickly, now, very, I, very quickly. I, I, and, uh, I may, I may be doing and, it. I'll, I'll have plenty of time. If I can put in a plug, if sure. you've tried out hockey, there's a lot less charts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there you go. Um, there, now, there's a couple of things you might want to do, like the formation charts, you know, you know, flipping back and forth. You know, just get them on a, a you know, call me if you want to, but you can get them on a spreadsheet and mm-hmm. uh, just print out the different, you know, the nine different charts. And okay. that way you can just have them laying on the table instead of flipping back and forth because, um, you know, flipping back and forth on the charts in the uh, spiral book can mm. be hard on the shoulders sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. So, so it's it's good to to have a few charts just laying around. So. Well, well, you know, I, I, we don't talk about soccer hardly at all on this podcast. So while I have you, I, I'm going to ask another question because I talked to Steve Scoff about this. As far as playability solo, it, how is it to play? Is it almost impossible to play solo or? Is oh, it- no. Okay. It's probably one of the better ones. In fact, I play solo baseball all the time. I play soccer all the time solo. The thing about soccer and hockey is it's an action game. You're basically watching the game. Yeah. You have very little input as a manager, except for the formations, maybe marking somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, the clutch points. I mean, you're, you're basically putting your lineups out there and you're letting them, you know, you're watching the play. Same thing with baseball where you get the pinch hitter replace mm-hmm. the pitchers there's a few things that you can do but you're basically with their abilities you sit back and watch yeah so most of the time when you're rolling it's basically what you know you're rolling against what the player's abilities are mm-hmm. and you basically sit back and watch the game that's that's part of the fun but you also see the fluidness and i taught this girl from uh, spain she was on my daughter's um, you know university soccer team and i actually had her play and she was playing real madrid and I'm telling you, when you when she got the ball and, you know, uh, Ronaldo got the ball in the B area, she was jumping up and down in her seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Ronaldo has the ball. And he's, and he's about to shoot, you know. He's about to roll against his card. Yeah. And I'm, I can't wait for this game to get international. I mean, you know, Germany, Italy, and it probably is. Uh, I just don't see it. I've, I've asked on Facebook who's, mm-hmm. who's, you know, from another country except Canada. That doesn't count. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Um, but uh yeah, and sorry, Wally. I mean, uh, you're a good friend of mine. He's out of Vancouver or somewhere near there and he's Canadian. Right, right. But anyway, it's um I always like to pick on them. Uh but yeah, I mean I'd like to see some leagues happening in England. I like to see some leagues happening in Germany, just all you know, in Europe in general and have have their own league. Yeah. So, you know, they I think they would really enjoy it more than Americans because that is their game. That is their game, you know? right? Football. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Football. That's yeah. their game. 
And, and, and I will say this, and I said it at the beginning, I, I, I'm not a huge follower of soccer, but I do have a, it, what, what is the name of the team in Italy? It's called Milan. You would know. Inter, Inter Milan. Inter Milan. Mm-hmm. I've got an Inter Milan jersey with my name on the back. Now, see, I think that kind of qualifies me. I might wear it one day. You got to wear it one day. At the yeah, convention, convention. And I'm going to come down and talk to you. <laughs> we'll get well, a I've got a. I've got a Steven Gerrard. So you let me, you know, Liverpool uh, yeah, he used to yeah. play, I think, midfielder or forward, something like that, yeah. at uh, Liverpool. And um, he retired about five or six years ago. I actually went to see his last home game uh, in Liverpool. No kidding. So, uh, and he scored a goal. He scored the winning goal, two to one. So that wow. was it was fun afterwards, grabbing the jersey, getting his, getting his name put on the back. Oh, man. That's coming home with it. So I'll bring mine and we can wear ours together and we get a picture taken. I and we the, can use it to help promote the tournament next year. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it, and we'll drink a pint while we're doing it. How's that? Sound? Amen. Yes. <laughs> well, Jack, listen, it, it's been fun talking to you. Uh, again, I, I'm going to try to get a little involved in, in soccer this year at the convention. I'll be looking forward to seeing you, as we will, and everybody. But uh, thanks for taking the time, and I uh, appreciate yep. you being on the podcast. Hey, I love your show. Thanks for doing this. And uh, I think it's just great for APA. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Well, you're welcome. Thanks, John. Okay, no problem. That's Jack Dolan, who, uh, uh, Dolan, Dolan. I, say, who's, yeah. I know. I got, <laughs> I, and soccer's really messing with my mind. But Jack Dolan is going to be running the soccer tournament in Alpharetta. Uh, look him up. He's still looking for two more teams if you're interested out there, but you don't have a whole lot of time. You got to get your names in and, and he'll put you up uh, and get started on group play. Uh, we'll take a break and we come back. We'll continue on in our special APA convention tournament directors podcast so stick around you're listening to this week in APA and welcome back everybody to this week in APA as we continue on our very special APA convention tournament director podcast and uh, my next guest is a guy that's been running the hockey tournament for a while now and uh, it's quite a character he's coming from Pennsylvania and uh, he will be there directing uh, all things hockey uh, come the convention in August. And it's Steve Scoff. And Steve, once again, welcome back to This Week in APA. Thank you very much, John. I'm excited to be here to talk about uh, not just our tournament, but APA itself. Well, it, that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, we had a year off from the convention. I'd only been the, the one, the one in 2019. It's the first one. And I couldn't wait for 2020. And then COVID hit. And man, I think me, like everyone else, is chomping at the bit to get back to Alpharetta. No doubt. Uh, everyone that I've talked to and, and I'm watching on the message boards, I think there's an excitement around that uh, is probably second to none. I think everyone's looking to get back uh, like a big family reunion. Yeah, well, let's keep our fingers crossed and see, yes. see how things go. But uh, you're going to be uh, directing the hockey tournament. How many years have you been doing this now? Uh, this is our sixth year in a row. So we started in uh, 2016. And it seems each year we've grown the tournament. I think the the uh, the first year we had uh, as, as few as maybe six or eight teams. Uh, this year we're up to 12. Um, I'm happy to say that uh, the guys that were in the, in the early years have had great experiences because they keep coming back every year. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've added some new faces this year. Um, a couple of guys uh, that are uh, APA veterans, uh, not necessarily in the hockey game, but they're well known in the community. Uh, Paul McAvoy joined us this year. Uh, Jim Shea joined us this year. Uh, Ron Emick. Uh, we're we're really excited to to have those guys on, and uh, 
you know, we have a good mix of veteran APA hockey players and some uh, veteran APA players that are new to the hockey game. Um, and I think that's one of the things that makes our tournament great. Um, the hockey game tends to have a bit of a learning curve. Um, and the veterans that are in this tournament are more than happy and, and actually feel a sense of responsibility to the, the, the less experienced players. And we love getting everybody up to speed because, boy, this game engine, when, when you get two guys that uh, can get through the play results quickly, it has a flow like a hockey game. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's- and that's what I've heard. You talked about the learning curve. I have a learning curve just in hockey in general. So yeah. I, I, I'm still trying to learn. To get, oddly enough, I used to do PA for a minor league hockey team. And as little as I know, it's amazing how, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> how you can kind of fake your way through. But right, right. Well, I do I, love watching hockey. It's just the fine points of, of sure. the game and the rules that uh, I, I tend to struggle with at times. And, yeah. and you know, you talked about hockey and how it's growing. Uh, uh, not only uh, you'll see it at the convention, but. I think in general, when we talked about all the things that COVID has uh, had a negative impact on our lives, but I'm going to tell you something. I think APA has really grown. I know the sales have grown, but I think people are trying new, uh, the different games. If they haven't played football before, they're trying football. They haven't tried soccer, they're trying soccer. Same thing with hockey. I mean, do you feel like that's part of the, the reason why you're getting the growth and more people attending the hockey tournament? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and not only um, trying new games, but I think there's uh, a, a good chunk of guys that, you know, maybe weren't playing a lot of APA uh, the last few years. And then you yeah. find yourself at home and not able to go out to restaurants and things like that. And I think people really have rediscovered their cards and dice and their computer games. And uh, it's great to see and great to, great to hear the excitement and, and read the excitement on, uh, on the message boards. Uh, probably much to the chagrin of their wives because they're probably... <laughs> oh, I'm not so sure about that because they're probably sick of us being around all the time. So <laughs> when we hide in our home offices and play at them, they're probably, they're probably happy. About it. Well, I, well, I'm a newlywed, so I, uh, my wife is looking at me all the time, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's all good and it, it's fun and, and it's great to see the growth in the game and, and the sport of hockey. Well, let's get in to the tournament specifically. Um, each game is different. I mean, football is different than baseball. Baseball is different than hockey and soccer and all the way down the line. Uh, what special challenges do you have or, or just how do you go about in general setting up the tournament? Well, uh, it's largely dependent upon how many entr- entrants we get. So uh, the fact that we have di- we've had different size tournaments each year is actually great because we've had different formats. So mm-hmm. I know in the early years when the tournament was smaller, um, we just set up a bracket and we had head-to-head elimination series. Um, and in the last couple of years, as we've grown large enough, we've gone to division setups where we play round robins within our division. Um, and then, you know, a certain number of teams advance on to the semifinal, you know, quarterfinals, semifinals, and ultimately the finals. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, so, uh, I, I don't want to say a positive that has come out of COVID. You know, you don't want to use those words, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. One thing that has occurred because of COVID, I think, is um, everyone's discovered now that, hey, we should have been getting together on Zoom and on Skype all along and, and uh, playing these app games with each other. Uh, it's a face-to-face without having to get on a plane and fly to Alpharetta. Yeah. You know, and that's a perfect point. And I think one that we forget about is that uh, – uh, and, and it's, it's not – you know, there's a lot of things that have come – to the positive out of this COVID thing. Uh, obviously, 
you know, 90% of it has been bad. And, 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 but on the other hand, some things have, have maybe improved. And, and I think you're exactly right. People that were either afraid or said, ah, what's the point? Or when they were forced to do it, then they thought, you know what, if I got to get on zoom for work, why don't I call Joe and see if he wants to get on and we can play a game face to face. And, and I think you make a great point in saying that and and I think a lot of the players in the community are are, are thinking and doing the same thing so uh, it's something that I think will will probably continue uh, even in the years to come um, what what about the uh, do, you, do you make any changes or any adaptations uh, to to hockey I know like in football they play just one half do you do anything uh, that's different than playing the full the full uh, uh, we do. So we, we set up the tournament uh, primarily people that are familiar with the hockey game there in the rules, there's uh, a set of rules and then there's optional rules. Um, and the optional rules really bring in a lot of the nuance and a lot of the detail to the hockey game that I think makes it great. Um, so we've retained most of that. And we, we use most of the optional rules in the game, but we suspended a couple just to keep play moving a little quicker, um, especially because we have some new guys here. So we, you know, we, we don't do the dump and chase, uh, the change on the fly. We don't do, um, we've kind of, de- I've developed a way that we can change our lines much quicker than the change on the fly. Um, and it also has the benefit of ensuring that the player usage is uh, more realistic as well. We don't have to worry about looking at the minutes on the cards. Um, yeah. The way we set it up, you know, the first line is going to play a few more shifts than the second line and a few more than the third line. The fourth line has an important role, but, you know, they, they're on the ice fewer than the others, uh, especially late in the game. Um, so it keeps the flow going, which is important. Sure. Um, and, you know, we talked about different formats. Um, this year, for the first time in our round robin, we decided, hey, let's not have overtime because, you know, overtime is kind of a new thing. Um, and, you know, for years there was ties in hockey and I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Um, and sometimes, uh, you know, I, people know my thoughts on overtime in the regular season. I think it's a way of deciding a hockey game by not playing hockey, at least, at least when you get to the shootout. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, so we've decided this year in the round robin, we're going to have ties. So, uh, you know, it's the old two points for a win one point for a tie and no points yeah. for a loss. And we just have a tie-breaking system in the standings to see who advances. Of course, once we get to the semifinals and finals, we'll have, we'll have overtime then. But no, but no shootouts because uh, that's anathema to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I'm a big baseball fan, so don't start me on the oh, rules. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so and and that's what I understand about the you know the the way that uh, football does it too. They they play halves and just one half, and then in the finals, if the teams want to play a full game, they can just for the speed of play and to get things done. Yeah, uh, we, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've embraced, though, the the uh, the 60 minute hockey game, though. So even though we're not playing overtime, we are playing mm-hmm. full free 20 minute periods in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the way it's set up, you, you're in a division with five other teams. You play them once. So it's a five game round robin and we got we have two months to get five games in. So, um, yeah, that's not an issue for us. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that sounds good. Now, um, you've been doing this, like you said, for for some for some years. Uh, I'm sure some interesting things have happened uh, along the way. Any, any of your favorite uh, memories of, uh, of running the tournament? Uh, yeah, I do have a favorite. Um, 
I, I don't want to talk about myself, but uh, I was uh, coaching a team uh, in one of the early years. I don't know if it was our first year or second year. Um, and of course I had a powerhouse team so that I can compete. Um, I had the, uh, 83, 84 Oilers. Um, and in the finals that year, I was playing against Chuck source. He had an Islanders team, oh, yeah. maybe yeah. 78, 79. <laughs> um, and, uh, we get to, it was a best of three finals and we get to overtime of the third game. And, uh, we counted after I tell you who scored the goal. Um, I will tell you, uh, Chuck and I, after the goal was scored, we counted how many hall of famers were in this game. Yeah. And it, in the uh, in the teens, uh, between the the you know, the Gretzkys and the Messiers and Paul yeah. Coffees and the Dennis Potman and Brian Trache, Mike Bossy, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, so the entire tournament, we we, we you know spent uh, three months competing amongst each other. We get all the way down to Alpharetta for the for the championship, and we go into overtime. Everyone's on the edge of their seat, and the tournament is won by who? Don Jackson. Uh, who's that? I don't know. I think he's the. <laughs> Um, but that's, that's the way hockey is. Uh, it is. If you watch hockey, uh, any bit in your life, uh, you never know, especially in overtime who that hero was going to be. So, um, it was great to see that because, uh, you know, APA follows life. And that's exactly what's going to be my next point is I mean, that's the way it is in, in all sports. And that's the way it is in APA. Anything can happen yeah. at any given time. And uh, something like that, uh, even though you got to scratch your head as to how that is how anybody won beside between those uh, other than the two teams you were talking about. Right. And I'll, I'll add this to it, you know, despite, you know, those kinds of head scratches, which you're always going to have in hockey. Yeah. Um, I tell you the, the game um, is accurate uh, as far as uh, how the, the better teams compete uh, all over the long run, better than mm-hmm. the weaker teams. In fact, this is our sixth year. And I was thinking about it today. We, our prior five champions are all related to a hockey dynasty. We've had three Montreal teams win, one from the, uh, the five Stanley Cup run they had in the 50s uh, and two from their four Stanley Cup run in the 70s. Uh, we've had an Islanders team won. Uh, Chuck Source won, uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, with the uh, 81-82 Islanders at, right in the middle of their four Stanley Cup stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned the 83-84 Oilers. You know, they won four cups in five years or five cups in six years or whatever yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're waiting to see who the next uh, the next one is this year. Um, I think the dynasty that's in there this year might be uh, the Red Wings. I know Ron Emick has a Red Wings team in there from 0102. So, but it's interesting uh, that the the cream is rising even in this tournament. So now, now uh, what is different than and some of the tournaments that are run there? The tournament starts actually before. The convention can you talk about how that all all works out yeah and it's uh that was kind of by necessity because yeah. uh we weren't sure how many guys were going to compete the first year and even though it was small it was too big i think to fit it in between all the other um uh, wonderful events down at the convention so um we out of that necessity started playing this uh tournament virtually from the get-go so uh you know uh, everybody discovered or rediscovered Zoom and, and Skype uh, for APA games this year. Well, we've been doing it since 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the early years, what we tried to do is set up the divisions so that people that were close to each other geographically, the, uh, the coaches, I mean, um, we put them in the same division. So if they wanted to try to get together and play head to head, they could. Um, but everybody's embracing the, the virtual world now and the virtual uh, you know, APA tournaments. So um, we didn't even give a thought to who lives near who when we were setting up the divisions this year. We did it completely random. Uh, we're playing 
all the games before up until the finals are going to be uh, um, virtual. And then um, the guys who get into the finals, if they are going to the convention, then the finals are going to be at the convention. If not, then right. it goes virtually as well. Okay. Is, is, so is there still time to get in or have you already got the bra? You're already on the road. Uh, we're, 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 uh, we hit the ground running and we're about halfway through the round robin. Already. Okay. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, okay, so the teams that are in are in. It's just a matter of who's going to get to the yeah. finals to play in Alpharetta. Who, who team selected? I'm sorry. The team selection I find uh, fascinating as well or, or interesting as well because uh, we have a great smattering of uh, older teams uh, and and uh, a good representation of the more modern teams too. So we have everybody from the 57, 58 Canadians uh, through you know two or three teams from uh, 2018, 2019. Yeah, that that's always the fun thing too. Yeah. To see how the teams are selected and and any any uh, I know this 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 might put you out there on a limb, but would you like to predict maybe who you think the uh, top favorites are? Uh, well, I can tell you, uh, Greg Wells is more than halfway through uh, the five game <laughs> round robin, and uh, you know he's not disappointing. He's uh, a tough competitor in any APA game that he plays. Yeah. Uh, he's off to a three and zero start with that Canadians team, um, and. Uh, I think they've scored 21, 22 goals in three games and only given up seven. So, uh, <laughs> but there's, there's some, it's, it's very interesting this year. You got, uh, you know, Jim Shays in here with the 74, 75 flyers and, you know, they uh-huh. beat a couple, they beat up a couple of teams in here already. Uh, Bob Corsari's in with a, with a Islanders dynasty team from the eighties. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to predict because, uh, there's so many good teams in this tournament. You know, Mac, Paul McAvoy's in with the 70, 71 Bruins, um, uh, His Boston team. I knew we yeah. had them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Callis is back this year with uh, with the St. Louis Blues from 2018-19. He was all the way to the finals with them in our tournament last year. Um, but uh, you know, Greg Wells and I tend to text with each other a little bit and and talk uh, from time to time. And it, I just get this sense that we might be on a collision course. I got a Uh-oh. I got a, a 70s Canadians team with Ken Dryden in goal. He's got oh, uh, Jacques Plante in goal for his team, but. You know, Tony Stevens is right there with the 88-89 Flames. Um, and, of course, never count out Chuck Source, the other guy. Uh, well, that, that's seems what I was going to scratch his way into the Source, finals every year. <laughs> between Source and Wells, you got to put them up in the favorite spot. No doubt. And, uh, I, I thought it, it was kind of funny because I, I, I was talking with John and I said, uh, doesn't Greg Wells run one of these uh, tournaments? And he goes, no, he doesn't run them. He just wins them. <laughs> that's correct. And, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and I Greg thought, is, you know what? Well put. <laughs> yeah, Greg has won this event twice, and uh, you know he's probably the right now looking at uh, just the way his team is steamrolling. He might be the favorite already in this one. Yeah. Well, back in 2019, I got a kick out of watching hockey. I, I've never played it. Uh, I, I've I've watched a few games, and 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 the hockey tournament was, was or the hockey finals was really kind of exciting i know that uh you mentioned tony stevens i mean he pulled out his his while i was playing him in the baseball tournament he pulled out his white gloves and his uh, stanley <laughs> cup uh, uh, uh dice roller that's and, right <laughs> and i'm sure he'll have that at the hockey tournament as well there there yeah. are some characters so it's all um, no it's doubt <laughs> no doubt you know and I've, I've mentioned a lot of the guys here already um i don't want to leave anybody out there's only a couple left that i haven't mentioned uh, carl wilkerson uh, is a newcomer for us this year i think he's from the pittsburgh area d carl wilkerson uh he's in there with uh, the 2013-14 blues uh Gilles tebow uh everybody knows tebow sure. um, yeah. he's in he's been in our tournament before he's back this year with the lightning from 2018-19 
uh, John Thibodeau. I don't want to leave him out. He's he's been in our in our event yeah. every year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's a big Nashville Predators fan. So he he competes every year with the Nashville team, and he's in there right again this year with the 2016-17 uh, Predators. So yeah, uh, all those names uh, certainly uh, sound familiar. Ring a bell. See them all over the Facebook pages uh, and, and app, and uh, and it's always it's always uh, good to look forward to seeing them, and certainly you, Steve down in uh, Alpharetta or over in Alpharetta, wherever you're coming from in the country to get there, just get there. It's going to be a a great time as it always is a long time coming. It seems like it's been forever since 2019. We got together uh, in June, but uh, we'll do it again in August. And uh, Steve, uh, best of luck to you. Can't wait to see you. Good luck in running the tournament, and we'll find out who's in the finals when we get down there. You bet, John. Th- uh, thanks for having me today. You know, uh, my two favorite things to talk about other than my wife and my dog are uh, hockey and APA, so we got to get both <laughs> of those in today. Um, I'll give one last plug for the convention itself. Um, you hit the nail on the head. Just get there. Yeah. Um, I've been telling guys for years, uh, you know, I don't even want to say go at least once because I don't know anybody who goes once. Uh, everyone that yeah. goes has such a great time that they just keep coming back. Yeah. Um, so get get to Alpharetta. Just get there, and we'll see you there, and we'll see you again because that that's the kind of event it is. It's uh, um, John Cochran used, uh, likes to say that it's it's a, it's a family reunion with people you get to choose to be with. That's uh, right. It's <laughs> <is> real nice. <laughs> Thanks, well John. said, my appreciate friend. This. <laughs> Well said. Couldn't have said it better. And uh, again, Steve, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. We'll see you in Alpharetta and uh, uh, have fun in the tournament. Have fun playing hockey. Thanks a lot. Looking forward to seeing you, John. Take care. All right. You got to take care. Bye. Bye. That's Steve Scoffey. He will be the director of the hockey tournament in Alpharetta coming in August. And uh, that tournament already underway. So uh, we'll find out who's in the finals when we get there uh, in that uh, uh, tournament in august uh, we'll take uh, a break when we come back we'll continue on in this special Olympic convention tournament directors podcast so stick around you're listening to this week in apa welcome back everybody to this week in apa our convention tournament director podcast as uh, we get ready for the august convention never too early to get prepared especially since we missed last year and uh, one of the tournament directors a guy that's been a frequent guest on the podcast ray dunlap is with me and ray's going to run the football tournament and ray as always welcome and thanks for being a part of the podcast i'm glad to be here john well it's always good to talk to you uh, i i enjoyed uh, meeting you in person a couple years back and looking forward to seeing you again but uh uh, you are going to be running uh, the football tournament. You'll be the director of that. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about how you go about setting up for the tournament and what all is involved in that. So the, the football game is a little bit different than, than the baseball game from the tournament's perspective because football takes so long. Um, and so we had to make a couple modifications to, um, to the football game itself so that we could get this tournament played. Um, so we do not play full games. Uh, we play half games. We start with a 10 to 10 tie at halftime, and then we play basically the second half. Um, and we use the uh, basic game, not the master game, the same as they do in the baseball tournament. They use the mm-hmm. basic game, not the master game. And that's because the basic game is so much easier for someone that hasn't played a lot of football 
to be able to, um, you know, immediately grasp the concepts and be able to be competitive right away. So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, but basically that's it. The only other restrictions that we have are you have to choose a team that is compatible with the current boards. And so you can't come in with your, you know, 1971 Oakland Raiders because that uh, those cards were made to be used with a different set of boards. So, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, that's pretty much the only restrictions that we've got. I see. Um, and, and how was the, uh, how's the format set? I mean, how are there, are there brackets? How does that all work out? Well, it, it really kind of depends on how many people sign right. up. I mean, right. we, you right. know, in a perfect world, you want that, you know, multiple of four because that makes the uh, seating a lot easier. So, you know, if we get 16 or eight or, you know, teams, we, we typically have had eight teams in the past. And so it's a single elimination, you know, you, you play your opponent and the way we do the opponents is we, um, uh, we try to uh, pit teams that are relatively equal so we take a look at the point totals for the starting offensive and defensive teams and we try to get teams that are relatively equal and pit them against each other and uh and the loser's done the winner gets to move on until we get to a championship game and we leave it up to the two players in the championship game if they want to play a full game or if they just want to play a half Mm -hmm. Uh, the last couple of times we've done the tournament they've only played the half it's just so much uh, less time consuming to do it that way, but we, we leave it up to the participants at that point. Well, well, for those who might be looking at maybe becoming a part of the tournament, um, approximately how long for those who haven't played the game does it take to play a half? So a full game takes around three hours. So um, a half a game takes about 90 minutes. And so, you know, when you're used to playing baseball in 20 minutes, 90 minutes is is kind of a big deal. But and that's the reason we can't play full games. If we do get 16 teams, which is ultimately where we hope we are Mm -hmm. um, to get those four rounds of games in, it's you know, it's a time consuming uh, endeavor. Yeah, yeah, certainly is. Um, Now, is is this at the convention or do you do some uh, pre-games? Because you almost have to be face-to-face to play these Yeah. Games. Football is a face-to-face game. I know there are a few uh, people around the country that have tried playing it using um, Skype or Zoom, and it probably could be done, but our, our tournament is done only at the convention. I got you. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and as far as anyone who wants to become a part of the football tournament, uh, Tell them what they need to do, how they pick their teams, who to send them to, so you can uh, get that information out and get them started. Yeah, if, if, if you're interested in playing, the easiest way to do it is to shoot me an email, and I'll, I'll give you my email address. It's really easy. It's Ray, R-A-Y, at RayDunlap.com, R-A-Y-D-U-N-L-A-P. So Ray at RayDunlap.com with the team that you want and the year. So in other words, if you want the, you know, um, 93 Dallas Cowboys, tell us that if you, you know. But again, we just have to make sure that whatever uh, team you choose, it has to be compatible with the current set. So if you're using, you know, a team like the 76 Raiders, which was a great team, mm-hmm. you have to use the you have to use the reprinted version, the more updated version. You can't come to me with the version that you bought, you know, 45 years ago. So. <laughs> right, right, 
Right. So uh, any new wrinkles in this year's tournament is pretty much going to be the uh, same as, uh, as always. Well, it, it, it's, there's, there's something that's new, and I'm, um, and I'm doing this as a courtesy to John Herson, the president of the game company, because he, he had a few people that played in the last tournament that were not completely um, happy with the fact that I put quotas in, that I, I restricted the usage of uh, running backs and wide receivers based right. on their actual statistics. He said that uh, that just made it too cumbersome for some of the participants. So he asked if we would take the quotas out and we're putting people on the honor system that they won't abuse uh, somebody that did not have a lot of uh, attempts but had a, a really, really good card um, because we've had that happen in the past. So, um, you know, we are going to treat people uh, like grown-ups, and we're going to hope that they, they stick to the honor system, um, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, my personal feeling is that I think quotas help, but um, John asked me to do the tournament this year without quotas, so they are going to be done without quotas, and like I said, we're going to put everybody on, a, uh, you know, their best behavior, so to speak. Well, you may need an official in there to throw a flag in case somebody uh... – <laughs> Is not using the game the right way because it is like like any of the uh, app games and any board game, it can be abused. I mean, you can take advantage of the way it's set up, and that, that's really not the spirit in which this tournament is run. Correct? No, it's not. But you know, it it, it certainly happens. I, I remember uh, a few years ago when uh, somebody won the tournament. Kevin Clough with uh, the 1998 Yankees, which is that, you know, great mm -hmm. team that they had. Well, they had a part-time player named Shane Spencer, who sure. was, yeah. you know, he was basically a part-time player, but under the rules of the tournament, he was allowed to start every game and he had a monster card oh, that, yeah. uh, um, and, and so that was a significant advantage for a team that was already pretty stacked. Um, and, and so, again, um, we had that same situation come up in the football tournament about four or five years ago where uh, the New Orleans Saints had a, a running back who had a sensational average but only had about 30 carries for the season, averaged over seven yards a carry, and he got almost 30 carries in one game. Wow. And, of course, the opponent that played him was pretty upset by that, but we didn't have any rules restricting his usage. So I'm hopeful – and I will have a, a talk with every one of the coaches prior to the tournament right. to basically right. tell them they're on their best behavior. And if they, if, you know, but again, it's not something that, uh, um, that we're going to have a real strict restriction on. It's going to be left up to people's best behavior. So. Well, we, we hope that all works out. Uh, what, uh, when will the, when will the uh, uh, tournament start? I mean, I, I know that people will be getting theirs early Wednesday, uh, it actually, I, I believe, begins Thursday night. But if people get there and there is somebody that is available to play, would you start as early as so, uh, Wednesday or Thursday night? What we've done in the past, and I expect we'll do the same thing in, the, in this tournament, is once I get all the names of the coaches, their email addresses, and the teams that they want, I will put together the brackets. And then I will email each coach, yeah. the contact information of their opponent, and I will encourage them to 
talk to one another prior to coming to Alpharetta and figure out a time when they want to start. If they want to start Wednesday night, that's great. If they want to start Thursday morning, that's great. So we're going to kind of leave it up to the coaches to schedule those games, and we'll have plenty of tables and space available for them. And we did have one game on Wednesday night, and it was on that big table in the lobby of the of the hotel, and we had a big crowd watching it, and that was kind mm-hmm. of fun. So um, yeah. we don't have a specific timetable for that. We're going to leave it up to the individual participants. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. So, uh, is, so has anybody actually sent in a team or a request? Not yet. Yeah, not, not yet. yet. We're but, still but, looking for teams now. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're still at the – the very beginning phases of this and this information, John will be putting out in a, a future newsletter as well with my yeah. contact information. And then again, we're, uh, you know, we won't get as many people interested in football as there are in baseball. And we oh, understand that, you sure. know, yeah. but uh, it's still, um, it's, it's a very spirited competitive tournament and we've had a lot of fun with it over the years. And I expect this year won't be any different. No, it's it. I, I could tell you were mentioning last year that uh, the game that was going on at that big table, there was uh, there were quite a few people in there watching that. I think a lot of them who haven't played the game are just trying to see how it how it uh, how it all works out. But uh, there were certainly there certainly was a, a big crowd. Uh, before I let you go, any uh, any particular projects you're doing uh, uh, personally uh, in the Appa uh, game world? Well, we're going to the other thing that John asks me to host at the. Uh convention is the innovation lab where um i I always encourage people who have tinkered you know i mean uh uh, there's nothing wrong with playing the game right out of the box but there's a lot of really smart people that are part of this community Mm -hmm. that have come up with ways to play the game and enhance the experience by putting their own spin on things and uh, i i always encourage a lot of uh, interaction in that uh, particular part of the convention and, and, and that idea sharing to me is, is probably one of the most rewarding parts of the whole uh, uh, four or five days that I spend in Alpharetta each time they have that convention and, and so since I'm spearheading that that'll be another thing we're going to be looking for are people that have great ideas about any of the games yeah. and, and, and let them you know get up and talk about their innovations and, and we'll see and uh, so yeah and, and I hope to have a couple of really, really good football minds there that can, can really talk about. And, and, you know, and John, here's the thing. Um, I love the football game, but the football game was designed to be played face-to-face. Yep. Very few APA uh, uh, players anymore have the luxury of being able to play face-to-face. It's not like when we were kids and you <laughs> could find somebody to play a game against. Most of the people have morphed into a solo experience. Yeah. And baseball is an easy game to play solo. There's not a lot of moving parts. But football is a much tougher game to play solo. And so to the extent that we can get guys in there that say, hey, here's what I do to enhance my solo gaming experience, I want them to share that. I'm certainly going to share some of the things that I do. And I don't pretend to have a monopoly on every great idea, but if I can get people thinking about ways that they might enhance their own experience, then we've accomplished something. And I'm very excited about the Innovation Lab for those reasons. Well, the Innovation Lab is outstanding. I mean, you and I have talked on previous shows about your innovation to the football game, playing solo. Uh, actually, at the convention, you were playing some baseball games and a little tournament that you, you were telling me about and, and the innovations that you use and the little uh, tinkering that you do to make it uh, a more interesting and a, a better game to play 
uh, solo. And uh, so I, I'm always interested to hear those ideas, and, and that'll be uh, that'll be part of the uh, convention uh, once again uh, coming up in August. So yeah. we'll, we'll be. I, I'm always interested to hear what you have to say because uh, you do have some great ideas on that, and uh, hopefully others will get involved as well, and and we'll have some uh, good conversation going back and forth on that that's uh, my hope yeah that's we, we, we all I, I think it's going to be a very well attended convention and i just can't wait to see everybody back and uh and feeling comfortable again of being together and, and sharing uh this great hobby that we have um ray i gotta tell you as always i really appreciate your time again if you're interested in getting involved in a football tournament uh, contact Ray, Ray at Ray Dunlap, D-U-N-L-A-P dot com. Think about the teams you want, send them to him. He'll put you on the list and also check the newsletter because that'll be the information on that will be coming out uh, uh, very, very shortly. So, Ray, uh, again, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, can't wait to see you at the convention. Going to be fun, John. Good to talk to you. All right. You too, my friend. All right. Bye bye. That's Ray Dunlap. If you need him, he's going to be running the uh, football tournament, the director of the uh, uh, football tournament now, Ferretta. So if uh, you want to get involved, uh, just go ahead and, and uh, send him the information about the teams you want. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will finish up uh, this podcast here on This Week in Apple. Thank you. And welcome back, everybody, for one final segment of episode number 96 of This Week in APA. And I really want to thank my three guests uh, for this particular podcast, Steve Scoff, Ray Dunlap, and Jack Dolan, for taking the time to uh, let everybody know how things are going to be working uh, through their tournaments before and after we arrive in Alpharetta on August 26th. Uh, the, the guys really do a great job of setting this up and it takes a lot of time and, uh, they, uh, certainly, uh, want to make sure that the tournaments are run correctly and run well and are as much fun as possible for the participants. So, uh, my thanks to them. And I, I hope you really enjoyed the podcast and not only for those who are going to participate in the tournaments, but for those people who want to go down and watch and, and see how the games are played. I know I, uh, always interested to seeing, uh, the different games that I don't play hockey, soccer, football, um, and, and golf, uh, as another one to when I go down to the convention, uh, I get a, a real enjoyment out of watching guys who really know how to play it, play the game. So, uh, uh, again, my thanks to them. And I want to remind everybody before we go that I have an interview coming up with John Herson. Uh, that will be published probably in a couple of days. Want to give uh, everybody time enough to listen to this particular podcast. And then uh, my uh, interview with John, who again sets up. Uh, pretty much everything that's going to be going on down in Alpharetta. He gives us a timeline and itinerary of how things are going to work, so you want to listen to that as well. So that'll wrap it up here on episode 96 on uh, This Week in Appa. Hope you enjoyed it, and hope you'll be back for episode number 97 with John Herson. Until then, this is John Aslan saying so long, and thanks again for listening to This Week in Appa. <laughs>